Hello and welcome to this episode of At Your Convenience. I'm Steve Holtz and today I'm talking to CSP editor Chuck Yuley about the future of convenience stores. Uh, late this summer, CSP asked retailers about the state of convenience retailing and what they expect in the next year. Now, Chuck, you produced a report in the November issue of CSP magazine from that survey. Give me a quick overview of how res- how retailers are managing this year and what they expect in 2023. Well, sure. Thanks, Steve. Overall, things are looking good in terms of the uh, perspective or the mentality of uh, retailers. A third of them, 34%, say that their business conditions are excellent, and another 43% say it's good. So you add that up, you've got 77% of retailers their conditions are looking good, so that's that's very positive uh, outlook. And in terms of looking ahead, in uh, what they think their 2022 sales will be versus 2021, also some very good numbers. Th- a third predict they'll have much higher total sales this year, and another 36% about somewhat higher. So again, you have 70, 69% there positive. Looking, looking very good. Yeah, yeah so overall, uh, extremely positive. Good for the industry. <laughs> oh, sure. Um, oh, and but, see, let me just uh, jump in one more thing in terms yeah. of what they expect will happen to business next year. 28% think it's going to greatly improve, and 37% think it will improve somewhat. So again, retailers are have a positive outlook on the coming year or so. Yeah. That all sounds great for the industry. Uh, I mean, we've always said that we're recession-proof or at least recession-resistant, and it looks like that's holding up. That's good stuff. But no doubt there are challenges, um, and we asked about that as well. What 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 is uh, the, the, the industry really dealing with these days? Well, sure. It's uh, kind of obviously reflective of the economy in general, and that is hiring and retaining workers. And when our uh, survey, we asked retailers that they're, what are their top three biggest challenges that they face? Number one was the ability to hire and retain the necessary workers. And that was 43% of them said that was their top concern. A close second at 39% was the economic conditions. I mean, no surprise. We all, you can't, it's in the headlines every day. And coming in at number three at 34% was employee turnover uh, and this labor. So that is uh, reflective, like I said, of a lot of industries, many industries nowadays. Yeah, labor, no doubt, is the biggest concern. And and just a plug for a future issue, uh, in, in January 2023, our, our, we'll have a Power 20 report on uh, 20 retailers who are really making a difference by keeping uh, the employment roles well-stacked and, and taking care of their employees. So uh, watch for that. But but as we speak, the unemployment rate stands at just 3.7%. I mean, arguably, that's the primary element keeping the U.S. from slipping into a recession after a year of tough inflation and record high gasoline prices. So what are retailers planning for the future to keep customers coming in the door? Uh, what amenities are they adding? We gave them... I think it was six choices. Number one was delivery. 40% said they are planning delivery, which is not a surprise. That's uh, the name of the game. 
Number two was frictionless transactions at 36%. And adding a drive-through was 29%, which is, to me, that's a huge uh, undertaking and a, a very large percentage of people. And curbside pickup was after that at 22 and mobile ordering at 21. So all the amenities you're seeing all have to do with getting the product into the consumer's hand quicker and easier. Mm-hmm. They, uh, they all have to do with not going into the store. <laughs> uh, I guess yeah. with frictionless, frictionless transactions, you're still going in the store, but it's, it's faster transactions. And with the exception of frictionless, not going into the store. Yeah, and that's interesting. When it's about uh, closing that the the gap of the last mile, as they say, to get the product in people's hands. And interesting that so many of those delivery, uh, curbside pickup, all require, frankly, more hands in the store working. So it's it's interesting to hear that coupled with getting on into technology, allowing uh, mobile payment and ordering as well. So those two things kind of working together to make it easier to shop, right? Oh, for sure. That That's how the whole trend in the industry is going. Interesting. Well, let's talk about um, two of the C-Store industry's biggest revenue draws. Tobacco has been challenged with FDA restrictions and a lengthy process to even bring new products to markets. Uh, what do what did retailers report as top concerns for selling tobacco products? Well, it's a tie at number one, and that's consumers smoking less and the FDA's initiative to pursue banning menthol cigarettes and flavored cigars. Those Each of those garnered 25% response from our surveyed retailers. The FDA's flavored cartridge ban came after that at 18% excise taxes at 16%, and uh, the pre-market tobacco product application process, that came in at eight. I spoke with, for this story, I spoke with Raymond Huff, who uh, owns and operates more than a dozen C stores under the Russell's name. He talked about, talked with me about menthol cigarettes, and he said, if menthol cigarettes are banned, convenience stores will lose those customers. But he's saying the customer's that's not going to erase the demand. It's just they're going to go somewhere else. They mm-hmm. can buy them on the black market through Mexico or Canada. So he obviously was not in favor of bans like that. Mm-hmm. As as most of the industry, I think, would, would uh, agree with. <laughs> oh, for sure. Yeah. And the other ones outside the store, uh, the gasoline pump, That's that remains challenged just as consumers began to return to the roads. Gas prices skyrocketed to record heights. Um, and that's eased off somewhat this fall. But what did retailers uh, report about gasoline sales and, and really the future of it? Well, we asked them what they think will have the greatest positive or negative effect on the future fuel demand. And the number one response at 35% was just changing consumer behavior and preferences. Mm-hmm. And uh, the coming on of electric vehicles was 18%. So by far, the uh, the number one item they felt would have an effect, again, positive or negative on the future fuel, fuel demand, was changing consumer behavior. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, electric vehicles was two and regulations was three. And... Uh, I'd asked Frank White, who works at the Petroleum Marketing Group, 
he talked to me for this story and we talked about fuels and he thinks that fuel demand will dip but not because of electric vehicles he just thinks uh to quote him he said it's a different customer there'll be some folks that will jump on board with electric vehicles uh but he thinks there will be a demand a dip in demand anyway because of the efficiency of vehicles now so whether you have a traditional combustible engine cars continue to get better miles per gallon and he thinks that will uh affect the demand for gas sure no doubt great insights i always find it interesting that here's two of the industry's largest categories in tobacco and fuel that have major headwinds uh, facing them, and yet such a large portion of our readership is really positive about how the industry is going to perform into the next year. I think it says a lot about the resilience of the industry and and a lot about uh, retailers planning ahead and, and thinking about what else they need to do to keep those feet coming through the door. So really interesting stuff. Yeah, I mean, we had a, um, oh, just one other stat, which is was a really uh, interesting. We asked retailers, what are their long-term expectations? That being 10 plus years out for fuel demand and 43, almost 70% said strong or slight growth. Nice. 60%, yeah. What's 43 and 16, can I add? That would be uh, 59, 69. There you go. Whatever it is, yeah. <laughs> about 60. How's that? Yes, about 60. Um, Think growth. Yeah, no one's throwing in the towel on fuels, right? No doubt about that. And I actually, I'm on the record uh, in the November issue in my column predicting that, in fact, we will see a record year of in-store sales in 2022. So I'm keeping my eye on that. At the same time, fuel dollars, fuel dollars will look really good compared to gallon volumes. Uh, and that's got a lot to do with the pricing that skyrocketed this year. Uh, but having analyzed the retailers' responses, um, as you did for this report, what, what do you anticipate in 2023? I anticipate the labor struggles. It'll be very interesting to see how that plays out. Uh, how just that is by far to me the uh, hiring employees, retaining employees, Frank White, who I, again I interviewed for this story, he said they would hire a person, and then on their that employee's first day of work, they just didn't show up, just didn't come in. Or he would plan interviews with people, and they just wouldn't show up to the interview. Uh, and that is just going to be really difficult for retailers. And hopefully things will settle down for them. In addition to the labor, there's as we obviously the uh, electric vehicles and fuel consumption. It'll be interesting to see how that plays out. And one thing we didn't touch on is credit card swipe fees and mm-hmm. the fight by retailers to uh, kind of rein that in. And as you know, you wrote about this just a couple of days ago for our website, 1,800 merchants sign on for the latest battle in swipe fees. And what is, it's in uh, the hands of Congress to see what will happen there because it ends up being, uh, you get nickel and dime to death, literally. Yeah, yeah, no doubt that's been... Uh... Uh, Nax's big watch word for a good decade now to get swipe fees down to a more manageable spot. So fingers crossed on that. For sure. Well, very good. Thanks so much, Chuck, for the thinking. Well, thank you very much, Steve. Nice talking to you. And listeners, thank you for being there for CSP and at your convenience. I'm Steve Holtz. 